Hello, everybody. Just to let you know that today's podcast is an encore, originally aired here on January 3rd, 2020, in tribute to the late Ray Walsh and his family band. Hope you enjoyed today's part one of this feature, as well as the concluding part two next week and the two encore podcasts that will follow until I return from assignment in early April. And welcome to the 65th edition of our Sounds Atlantic podcast. And since this is our first of the 2020 new year, here's wishing all of you a wonderful new year. And since this podcast is rooted in the traditional music of Atlantic Canada, I thought it'd be appropriate to begin this new year by paying tribute to a man and his band whose music was at the very heart and soul of traditional music. Fitting also because later on, at the end of the month, on January 27th, that will mark the time of his passing at the age of 75, and he was simply one of Newfoundland and Labrador's best-known accordion players. Indeed, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation radio host Tom Power, himself a Newfoundlander who grew up surrounded by the traditional music culture of the island, remarked upon Walsh's passing that Ray Walsh was one of the best-known and most recognized accordion players in Newfoundland and Labrador. He has always been a proud advocate of traditional music in this province. However, there is nothing more wonderful than listening to the passion and enthusiasm which Ray shares throughout his performances. And today, we will celebrate Ray's passion and enthusiasm and the contributions that he brought not only to his fellow Newfoundland and Labradorians, but the Canadians from Beta Verde, Newfoundland and Labrador to Victoria, British Columbia. I'm your host, Ron Moores, and I'll be back with our tribute to the late Ray Walsh, including an interview with Ray in a finger snap. Ray Walsh's hometown is the northernmost outport on Conception Bay, atop the Avalon Peninsula, on the east coast of Newfoundland, about a 70 mile, about a 70 kilometer sail, I should say, as the crow flies to the capital of St. John's. Now, as a youngster growing up in New York, nearly 3,000 kilometers away, I used to hear my dad talk about Beta Verde and the nearby towns like Carboneer, Harbor Grace, and Northern Bay, where he grew up during the First World War. Well, not in my wildest imagination, but I think that one day I'd interview a master musician from this very outport in faraway Newfoundland. Originally settled by fishermen and colonists trying to avoid the French and Indian Wars of the 1600s, Beta Verde would gradually emerge in the 1800s and 1900s as a viable fishing port, despite the closing of the cod fishery in 1992. Well, to this day, while small in population, the town remains a vibrant community composed largely, largely of Irish and English descendants who work together, intermarry, volunteer together, celebrate their musical traditions together, and from this outport in the 1940s would come an accordion wizard named Ray Walsh. During the remainder of this podcast, we'll talk about and celebrate Ray's music, including the wonderful recordings made by his beloved family band, and we'll cap this with an interview I did with Ray back about a decade ago now, back in December of 2009. Ray Walsh grew up playing the accordion in his hometown of Beta Verde, where as a young man he would play at dances and local gatherings in and around Beta Verde. Having left town in search of work and a day job, Ray would move to Marystown in 1961, and there, on the Buren Peninsula of southeastern Newfoundland, Ray taught school and immersed himself in the local music scene. Marystown musician Con Fitzpatrick teamed up with Ray as members of the Marystown Band, where they played dances, 
in and around Tom Brenton's dance hall. Recalls Con Fitzpatrick, Ray came over initially as our lead guitar player, explained Con, and would later observe that Walsh will forever be a part of the musical landscape of the province. We'll look at what he did to bring it to the forefront from all around the circle and on, said Fitzpatrick. It's not just a big part of our culture, but all across the world now, Newfoundland music is recognized because of people like Ray. Ray also became heavily involved with the Buren Peninsula Festival of Folk Song and Dance, recalls colleague Ryan Baker. I remember being in awe the first time I met him when I realized whom I was actually sitting next to. Baker said in a message to the Southern Gazette, I couldn't believe the multitude of sounds he was getting from his accordion. He changed reed settings on his accordion throughout songs and tunes, and it was like one instrument was stopping and an entire orchestra was kicking in. When you heard Walsh play, you knew the music was coming from the heart. It was easy to tell you were in the presence of a master, said Baker. Such a well-known accordion player had he become that between 1964 and 1965, Ray was a featured performer on CBC televisions all around the circle and uh, went on to be featured on many TV and radio shows in a career that would span five decades. Walsh once said that uh, the nationally broadcast show would legitimize Newfoundland traditional music in the eyes of some, and I'm sure he's right about that. Here's a 1989 clip from the 25th anniversary of All Around the Circle. Fine-looking gentleman is Uncle Eli. Well, another fine-looking gentleman right here, one of the best accordion players in Newfoundland. Isn't that right, Ray Walsh? It's a nasty rumor, I think. <laughs> I think it's a very well-founded rumor, that's for sure. I want to know what you've been doing now for the past while since All Around the Circle concluded. Well, I'm still teaching. I've been back to university several times. Can't pass the courses. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going back till you get it right. I'm still at it. <laughs> and you recorded a lot of music over the years, too, didn't you? John White uh, mentioned some earlier on. Three or four albums. Yeah. You're still just great. And, uh, as I say, one of the best accordion players in Newfoundland. And you were one of the original all-around-the-circle musicians, along with Don Randall. Just two of you, wasn't it? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Isn't that right, Don Randall? No, I'm not going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we want to hear some accordion music from you right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, a fine gentleman. He's a school teacher, a principal, I do believe, and an oft-times university student. Here's Ray Walsh. career, Ray Walsh became a strong proponent of Newfoundland's traditional music. Having served on the board of the Newfoundland and Labrador Folk Arts Society, he played on countless local recordings as well as a session player, including albums by John White and Joan Morrissey. When traditional music pioneer, singer, and Stomp and Tom award-winning recipient John White was in his prime during the 1980s, he teamed up with Ray Walsh for a medley of tunes, with John doing the vocals, of course, and Ray, the accordion, 
And here they are. Single button and bow, come to me, pay attention. Don't ever fall in love. Look at Elva's own invention. For once I fell in love with a maiden so bewitching. Miss Henrietta Bell down in Captain Kelly's kitchen. With me to a lure law, and me to a lure laddie. With me to a lure law, and me to a lure laddie. At the age of 17, I'm apprenticed to a grocer. Now far from Stephen Green, where Miss Henry used to go, sir. Her manners are sublime. She set me hard at twitching, and she invited me to a bully in the kitchen. Bring me to a lure law, and me to a lure laddie. Bring me to a lure law, and me to a lure laddie. Way down in the county ferry, and I faced the car for me. Got a final couple day lived in and played the hat McGee. Never go to give a party on a golden jubilee. And Kate's cheek of Pat McGee, come listen here to me. Put on your only breeches and your coat of ember green. Take off that hat with all the packs around your carbine. What it is our golden wind, and we want them all to know. Just how we looked what we were with 50 years ago. Oh, well, do I remember when we danced on a bitty green. You held me in your arms, dear Pat, call me your Colleen. Our big friends we had many, and troubles we had few. Come distant, dear old sweetheart, dear one, I go to tell to you. Put on your only riches and your coat of apple green. Take off that hat, get on and hat, put on your old Colleen. For the days are golden when, and we want them all to know. Just how we looked when we were with us 50 years ago. You held me in your arms, there, Pat, called me your Colleen. All good friends we had many, and troubles we had few. Come over here, oh, sweetheart, dear, what I'm going to tell to you. But on your only riches, and your coat of ember green. They got that hat, get on and hat, but on your old Colleen. For they did our golden wind, and they want them all to know. Just how we looked when we were with us 50 years ago. Rainus family would eventually move back to Bedford for the remaining 10 years of his career. During this period, Ray also became the principal at St. Joseph Central High School, and in 1995, he formed the Walsh Family Band with his brother Gerard, son Greg, and daughter Michelle. For years, Ray and his family were featured on the main stage of the Newfoundland and Labrador Folk Festival, and on numerous occasions. And uh, in the early years, I, I began attending the Newfoundland Labrador Folk Festival. Boy, I don't think there was a year that I didn't listen to and watch the Ray Walsh Family Band perform on the main stage. And I dare say, it was during this period that I began to develop a love for traditional music in general, and in particular, that performed by the in the land of my ancestors. From the Newfoundland Labrador Folk Festival, here's a clip of the Ray Walsh Family Band performing at the festival during the summer of 2009, and it was later on that year that I first talked with Ray. So this is uh, just a few a few months before that happened. You're listening to Ron Moore's Sounds Atlantic, and I'm Jim Payne. 
enjoy the finest in acoustic roots music brought to you by artists from Newfoundland and Labrador and all of Atlantic Canada. Well, that sure brings back fond memories of, uh, for me, of watching Ray and his family band performing on a warm sunny day in front of an adoring crowd in Bannerman Park. Well, Ray's nephew Neil noted that Ray was very serious and meticulous, especially when it comes to his music. He was the most professional of professionals. But then you have the other side of him that a lot of friends and family do know that he was just so funny and caring and loving. He's the most all-around person that you can have, and I was so lucky to have him as my uncle and to know him so well. Walsh was famous around the province for his work on the piano accordion. Hyde said that he brought a passion and intensity to the instrument, even when playing for family and friends in Beta Verde, and that's the thing that they're going to miss the most. It's the void, this music void, doing all the family events and get-togethers, he said. Watching his fingers just dance all over the keys, it was incredible, absolutely incredible to watch. It's going to be very difficult not to have that in our lives anymore. Hyde shared the stage with his uncle many times and said it didn't matter whether they were playing the opening night at Mile One Center or kicking off the biggest Blueberry Festival before the pie-eating contest. Walsh treated every gig the same. Most important was to play music with his family, said Hyde. He was so happy to play music with his family. I should note that uh, during the course of his career, Ray also toured extensively, playing as far afield as Mexico and Ireland. And somehow, Ray found time to release six albums of Newfoundland, Irish, and Scottish music. And in, nine, and in 2013, Ray Walsh was awarded the Newfoundland and Labrador Folk Art Society's Lifetime Achievement Award for his contributions to the cultural fabric of this province through his talent and passion for the music. Well, about a decade ago now, in December uh, 2009, I had the great pleasure of speaking with Ray from his home in St. John's, where he was kind enough to spend some time with me talking about his music and his beloved family band. And I'll play this for you now as Ray begins telling us about the band. family band, or the Walsh family band, whatever, uh, we began as a group in um, 1995, 94-95, so we've been together for 15 years, that is, as a group. At the moment, there's five of us in the group, and we are uh, a family. There's myself, of course, my son, Greg, my daughter, Michelle, uh, my brother, Gerard, and my cousin, Neil. So uh, that's the band at the moment. Now, the uh, Walsh family as such, um, 
there's a, there's a, a much bigger family than that. There's also two other brothers that we do play with from time to time. Uh, my my younger brother Ron, who is on the uh, first three CDs that we've done, and there's another brother Robert or John in uh, Gander, and uh, so we do get together occasionally whenever we can, and we perform as a much bigger group. So we can have seven or eight people, or we can have two or three, because myself and Greg do things, myself and Greg and Michelle do things. So we have what you might call a group for all occasions. Ray, I'm, I'm curious. Um, you, you have um, a, a family band that is very active, but when you go back, way back, in, I don't know, maybe back into your childhood. Yeah. How did the, how did all that come about? The, the, were you always playing? At, was there always music in your home when you were growing up? Um, there was a, music was always a part of my family. Now I'm the oldest uh, in my family, the oldest of six brothers and one sister, and the one sister also sings. But um, we we inherit that, I, I think, on both sides of the family, because my mother's family was musical also. Uh, my father, uh, Ned Walsh from Beta Heard, who passed away in 1995, he was a fiddle player. Now, and, of course, his father, uh, Bill, or William, he was a fiddle player. And, in fact, we are using on some of our shows and on some of these CDs, uh, a fiddle that was owned by my grandfather, Bill Walsh. Wow. And he bought that somewhere around 1900. Where would he have bought it from? He he would have bought it, uh, from what he says, from Hutton's Music in St. John's. Oh, my goodness. Now, Hutton um, had a music store on Water Street. And uh, I did take the trouble to check out and see if it was possible that he bought it from Hutton in 1900. And John Houghton, who operated the business at the end, uh, assured me that, in fact, it was quite possible because Houghton's music store was there in 1900. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ray, would, uh, just out of curiosity, there's a John Houghton in the music industry in, in St. John's. He's also that, a realtor. Is he is related John. to that, Houghton? That is John. Oh, that's John. Th that is the John Houghton, yes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a small world, Rob. I tell you what, I I love Newfoundland for that reason. Yeah, honestly, I do. It's like a massive yes. family. Everybody <laughs> seems to know everybody else. It, it is so. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm also curious, and the reason I asked you this, uh, Ray, was because when I when I think back to my own family, that were just I guess what you would refer to up the shore from you. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. Well, my dad. I want to think about it. My dad did play music. Uh, he played uh, guitar, harmonica, and a number of other things. But I don't ever remember him talking about music being in his family when he grew up in Northern yeah, Bay. Yeah. But I guess there are, you know, there are families that have music around, and there are families maybe that don't. Uh, is yeah. your family Irish by background? or uh, Walsh, I would think. Walsh is one of the most common surnames in Ireland. Uh, I did have a trip to Ireland in oh, four or five years ago. And you uh, you discover that uh, there are very many names in Ireland that are in St. John's, never mind Newfoundland, right. just St. John's, you know. And a Walsh is really, really um, one of the most common surnames in both Ireland and Newfoundland. So my guess is that when when a lot of them came over on the on the initial <coughs> boats in the 1700s, they brought with them their instruments. Yes. Now, uh, uh, I, I'd like to make a comment, though, on family music. Um, music in our family, it, it seemed to be such, such a natural part of the family life that we didn't even know that it was a little bit unusual. You know, we just thought that, well, this is part of growing up. My father plays the fiddle. Uh, my mother sings. You know, my... my um, grandfather on my mother's side, uh, he plays the accordion, my uncle sings, you know, it was just, it was such a normal thing for us that we didn't even really marvel at it at all. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How rich is that? Yeah, and of course a lot of the tunes, you see, like uh, a lot of the tunes that we've done, especially the instrumentals, and many, many of the songs that we've done on our CDs 
are songs that we learned, uh, that I learned, of course, from my parents, from both my mother and father. And then, of course, my children learned them from me. And no doubt, my father learned them from his father. The oral uh, tradition. Yeah. Ray, if I can take you back, because there, there's a lot of ground I want to cover here, but if yeah. I can take you all back to 1996 uh, and the passing of the years. Yeah. Uh, you have a tune on there, I'll Remember You Love and My <coughs> Prayers. Yeah. It's been very successful for you. Do you want to tell us about it before we play it? Uh, when, when we recorded that, um, we had no idea where this song came from, but it was a song that my father, it was probably one of his favorites, and as I say, you see, growing up, I mean, this music meant nothing or no more to us than country western music or rock and roll music. It was just music. But my father sang this song for all kinds of family gatherings. And when we recorded it in 1995, I think we we said, uh, just let me see. Yeah, we said it was traditional, you know, on our liner notes. Uh, because we had no idea where the song came from. Now, of course, as soon as you record a song on a CD and say you don't know where it came from, <laughs> you start getting emails and phone calls and uh-huh. little notes. And actually, I Remember You Love My Prayers apparently is um, an American song written by William Shakespeare Hayes somewhere around 1869. Uh, I've heard it done as an Irish song. I've heard, you know, which is very slow. I've heard it done the way we do it as a waltz, and Alison Krauss and Union Station do it as a bluegrass number. I thought I, I thought it was a tune that I recognized, and that's yes. where I recognize it. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, and now, now she does it. Uh, the, the melody is practically the same, no matter who does it. But the um, the words are slightly different, but it, it is the same song. Ray, one of these days I'm going to uh, I'm going to do a little project, and I'm going to do some research on songs that are common to uh, our culture and the American mm-hmm. culture because yeah. there are many, and it happened at around the same time period. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a listen to "I'll Remember You Love in My Prayers," and we'll come right back. Sure. When the curtains of night are pinned back by the stars And the beautiful moon leaves the sky When the dewdrops of heaven are kissed by the rose Short as then that my memory flies As if on the wings of some beautiful dove In haste with the message it bears just to bring back a kiss of affection and say, I'll remember you, love, in my prayers. So go where you may, over land or on sea, I will share all your sorrows and cares. And at night when I kneel by my bedside to pray, I'll remember you, love, in my prayers. I have loved you so fondly I'll never forget The love you have spoken for me And the kiss of affection still warms on my lips When you told me how true you would be I know not of fortune be fickle or friend Or of time on my memory wears But I know that I love you wherever I roam And I'll remember you, love, in my prayers So go where you may, over land or on sea I will share all your sorrows and cares And at night when I kneel by my bedside to pray I'll remember you, love, in my prayers
And when heavenly angels are guarding the good As God has ordained them to do In answer to prayers I have offered to Him I know there is one watching you And may its bright spirit be with you through life Oh, to guide you up heaven's bright stairs Dare to meet with the one who has loved you so true And remembered you love in my prayers So go where you may, over land or on sea I will share all your sorrows and cares And at night when I kneel by my bedside to pray I'll remember you love in my prayers And at night when I kneel by my bedside to pray I'll remember you love in my prayers You're listening to Ron Moore's Sounds Atlantic. I'm Fergus O'Byrne. I live in Newfoundland. I'm from Ireland. I sang with Ryan Spencer for many years. I'm still a working musician. I'm asking you to stay tuned right here for the finest in traditional music throughout Atlantic Canada, from small hamlets to the larger towns and cities here on Canada's east coast and the wide world out there. All right, everybody, I'm talking with Ray Walsh from, I believe, his home in in, uh, in St. John's. Is that where you are, Ray? It is. I am home in St. John's. Oh, very good. And we're talking about uh, Ray's family band and, and the wonderful music that they've been making for well over a decade. Uh, long before that, I would say, before, before much of it was recorded. Um, I want to stay with this album for a second because there are a couple of songs here uh, on which your daughter appears and one of which your son Greg wrote. Greg, I guess uh, I've run into Greg on a couple of occasions because he, in addition to playing with you, he plays with others as well. He's, he's a, yeah, he's yeah, a, uh, Greg, uh, Greg is actually an archivist by, by trade. Oh, is he? Oh, he's, the, he's the provincial archivist for Newfoundland Labrador. Oh, my. And he is the director, the director of the archives at the rooms. Which oh is my the, goodness! Yeah, which is the famous yes building. It's, the, it's, the, it's a, well, it's quite new. It's it's an imposing yes. building. sits on top of the uh, sits on top of the hill there that That's uh, right. that the yeah. uh, cathedral sits on. Yeah, they're at uh, Fort Townsend because that was the bit of controversy when they were building it. Uh, the fact that it was supposedly being built on top of a fort. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg has played with a number of groups. He's played with a group, uh, the Navigators, uh, and he currently plays with the Masterless Men. Uh, the Masterless Men, of course, are one of the uh, top bands in the province. They sing a combination of Irish, bluegrass, Newfoundland, whatever. You know what? The, what they were probably the first interview I ever conducted in Newfoundland mm -hmm. with a musical group. Yes. Uh, John Curran, who's John Curran, was a yes. fabulous tenor voice. Yes. Uh, John's guested uh, with me here on both uh, Sounds Atlantic and on the back 40. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you uh, Newfoundland is a small place. It is so. <laughs> and in fact, uh, John has a new Christmas album coming out. Oh my. Uh, on which myself and Greg did uh, a lot of the music. Oh my goodness, I must uh, talk to him about that. Yeah, fiddle fiddle for uh, fiddle and guitar for Greg and keyboard and accordion for me. Well, you know what a small world it is. John, John Kern's family uh, I, I, I happen, a very close friend of mine, Cindy, mm -hmm. Cindy Kern, is John's relative by marriage. Okay. <laughs> okay. Talk about a small world. <laughs> it is, it is. Yikes. We're going to have to do something about this. I know. <laughs> We're going to have to join Canada or something. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> what, and, and how they will profit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Why don't, why don't uh, you set up uh, the passing of the years for us? That, that's a great composition. Well, the passing of the years, um, now Greg, of course, uh, wrote this in, what, 95, when he was 20, 19 or 20 years old. And uh, the passing of the years is, is a pretty emotional type song because it talks about all that we have learned from the generations that have gone before us. 
and the fact that, of course, years pass by pretty quick, as you realize when you get to be a little older than when you're 20. And I think he was uh, prompted to write it in 95 because uh, his both his grandfathers passed away in 95, uh, my wife's father and my father. Oh, my goodness. And I think that had a... a, a a very, very profound effect on Greg because I think he realized that a lot of the stuff that that I'm into is passing away. No doubt. And, uh, and so he he wrote this song. It's been used at uh, a lot of gatherings like reunions and uh, that type of thing, you know? And it sounds like this. The ocean wears the rocks to sand Seasons change up on the land Once a boy but now a man I look back on the years I think of all my family who Came and went before I knew They had dreams just like I do how I wish I'd known them all And the songs we sing and the tunes we play Have echoed out before On moonlit nights or on stormy seas On the land or far from shore As my fingers play these notes And the memories draw the tears I think of all passing of the years Somewhere in the years gone by My parents, they were girl and boy Together they would laugh and cry As they journeyed on through life But time goes by and hair turns grey Children grow and move away Young I wish they both could stay But that could never be And all the things I've learned from them I never will forget The times that they were proud of me And the times they were upset as my fingers play these notes And the memories draw the tears I think of all my family And the passing of the years My grandparents were special too They sang old songs that no one knew They'd always smile when they saw you Growing before their eyes But grandparents disappear I miss them more every year Sometimes I shed a tear to see them once again And the hands that once held us On the days that we were born Have since become all weathered Aged and worn As my fingers play these notes And the memories draw the tears I think of all my family and the passing of the years.
Now as I sit and dream where my life is going and where it's been, I picture all the sights I've seen and the people that I've met. And sometimes when I start to cry, my mind drifts back to days gone by. There is no simple answer why. Time goes by so fast, and the songs we sing and the tunes we play have echoed out before. On moonlit nights or on stormy seas, on the land or far from shore, as my fingers play these notes and the memories draw the tears, I think of all my. And the passing of the years, I think of all my family and the passing of the years. Hi, this is Larry Foley. You're listening to Sounds Atlantic. The lights of the town were just shutting down and the sun... That's the passing of the years. It's a Greg Walsh composition. Uh, I'm talking to Greg's dad, Ray, about the, uh, the family band. Uh, you know, the passing of the years, and, and John Kerner reminds me that John wrote a song in a similar vein under similar circumstances one day when he came out of a party, I guess, early in the morning. One morning he was, uh, of course, he lives in Fairland, or he did live in Fairland. Mm-hmm. He was coming down a hill, and, and he started passing houses, and he thought to himself, gee, you know, that, that they're gone, and that one's gone, and this one's yeah. gone. And, and so he wrote the song called Ode to, and, and I darned if I can remember the... the Ode, Ode to Age. Ode to Age. Right. It's a wonderful tune. It, it it's is, It's a yeah. gorgeous tune. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. This is the passing uh, of the years. Ray, you have a bit of a unique, um, I think, a unique uh, eye and ear on your homeland because you teach. Yeah, uh, I was a teacher in uh, my real life, as we call it. <laughs> no, I mean, in, but that was my career, I suppose. But I, um, I've always had a second career in music. And, of course, sometimes... Um, the music career got to be busier than the teaching career mm-hmm. um, because we, uh, well, I, I suppose, um, was lucky enough back in the mid-60s to uh, uh, get uh, a TV show with CBC here in St. John's called All Around the Circle. A very popular show. Yes, uh, I did that for 11 years, um, and, and that, that show was, it started off as a local show, um, it uh, went to regional exchange, um, broadcast all over the country, and then it uh, eventually went on the national network for two or three summers as replacements for some of the bigger shows like Tommy Hunter, for instance, at that time. So that took me 11 years, all the while we were raising a family and teaching and going to university at the same time. When that ended, I... Um, I did a, a, a series with an Irish singer, Anna McGoldrick, um, from CBC St. John's for three years. And um, when that ended, I sort of took a little break from the music and just did some playing around and did some recording with other people. And But I did have a pretty full teaching career, too. I taught for 32 years. And when I retired, I was principal of St. Joseph's Central High School in Beta Verde. Oh, my goodness. Which is where I'm from. So you went back home? Yes, I went back home for the last 10 years of my teaching career. Ray, how would you, um, just before I get to another tune, how, how would you d- describe the, cha- the changes that have affected Beta Verde over the past, let's say, well, your lifetime? Well, it's... it's uh, I, I don't know what to say because I go out there now, of course, uh, on weekends because we still have the family home there, and uh, we we try to spend as much time there as we can. the uh, The population of Beta Verde from say the 60s to now 
uh, now it's about 50% of what it was then. There's probably 400 people there. At, in the 60s, there might have been 800, 900, close to 1,000. Uh, young people seem to be in short supply. Uh, a lot of the younger people, of course, are moving away. They're moving to St. John's and moving to other parts of the province. Uh, the fishery is still busy. I mean, Bay de Verde is still a very, very busy place, especially in the summer, because there's, there are two fish plants there, uh, the uh, shrimp plant and the crab plant. And um, they're very, very busy for, you know, April to October. But, uh, you know, the, the, the community is less isolated than it was because you're only two hours from St. John's now. Back in the 60s, at times, you'd get the roads blocked in the winter and you'd be two weeks, three weeks, not able to get out of it. You know? But it's still home. <laughs> you know, we leave it there. Um I, I have a particular interest in asking the question because my my dad and about eight generations of our crowd were just mm -hmm. up the shore from you, and, yeah. and I often heard my dad speak about uh, Beta Verde and going yeah. to Beta Verde. I mean, those mm -hmm. were the days when, when there were no roads or trails that horses went up and down, I guess, yeah. and there were boats. That's and right. I, have living, I have in my living room two works of art, both of which come from... A beta verde. Well, one yeah. is of your fish plant and of the house that's in behind it, and another is from another part of of the town. It's a, a, a the topography of your area is beautiful. I mean, the, this the town of Beta Verde is kind of nestled in a wee little bay that that uh, that yeah. has water on the other side of it because you're up at the top of the point up there, yeah. at the head of Conception Bay. It's yeah. a it's a very pretty town. Very very. Uh, it's very uh, um, bleak in the sense of very barren uh, around Beta Verde, very rocky. Yes. Um, um, and, of course, the coastline is very rough and rugged, which is what makes it so beautiful, uh, especially on nice days. <laughs> now, it's not so nice on the days when it's stormy and stuff like that, you know. But um, it's, uh, it's home, and, of course, home is always where you belong, you know. And home must have influenced uh, the your selection of your performance and selection of music. I mean, it must have very much had a. Uh, as we were saying earlier, a lot of the songs that you were playing were songs that you picked up through the oral tradition songs. Yes. From yeah. your, from your, let, let's yeah. go back to the passing of the years before I leave that one. There are a couple here that contain your your daughter's voice. Uh, Come by the hills, Pat Murphy's Meadow. You want to pick one? Well, well, I think Pat Murphy's Meadow because it's uh, it is a Newfoundland song, and wherever we play, we always try to uh, promote Newfoundland music because it's ours. And now that doesn't mean we don't play anyone else's music, but we like to feature our music first. Uh, Pat Murphy's Meadow was written by uh, one of the Divine uh, families in uh, Kingscote, Bonavista Bay, and of course it, it's typical of Newfoundlanders because. Newfoundlanders, as they say, um, have to move away in droves. But wherever they live, they always want to come home again. And this is what this song uh, is all about. It's about home and how much we love this place that we call home. Here's Pat Murphy's Meadow. When the autumn days are here again and the night winds chilly blow. The woodlands turn to golden hue, and the harvest moons aglow. To hear again of days long past, to come no more I know. When I mowed Pat Murphy's meadow in the sunny long ago. I see again the ocean and the distant sails afar as the maiden in the meadow strikes up 
from an album called The Passing of the Years, an album out in 1996, and I'm talking about the album with Ray Walsh, whose family um, uh, produced the song and the album, and uh, you know what, when I, when I think about the, uh, Pat Murphy's Meadow and the comment you made earlier, I think about what one of the fellows from a group called The Once, I don't know if you know The Once. Yes, I do, yeah. They are an astounding group. I've, mm-hmm. I've fallen in love with them. I just love what they do. Uh, I think I was talking to Phil Churchill the other day, and we were talking about Tickle Cove Pond because it's not far from King's Point, uh, yes. or King's Cove, I guess. Yeah, King's Cove. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's all it's all but another anthem. Yeah. I, 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 yes, when I hear the lyric, I, I I have this instant image of Newfoundlanders, mm-hmm. and and it it, it it for me cap encapsulates or epitomizes the character of Newfoundlanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that whole story about yeah. the Olfords and the Whites, and, and yeah. uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful tune. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and of course, this, this uh, tradition of uh, helping one another, Yes. which of course is the only way that Newfoundlanders could have survived over the years, living in these small, isolated outports. You had to have the help of everybody, or you didn't succeed. And of course that's what Tickle Cove Pond is all about and that's what a lot of Newfoundland music and songs uh, are all about. Jack Perkerskill's son, whose first name I've forgotten now, writes really eloquently on that subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the book. I read it and uh, he, he talks about the inter- interplay between the sea, the people and the need to support one another in order to survive. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's go to... Uh, in 1997, you released another album, The Music in Our Lives. Yes. Uh, the title track. Tell us about the title track. The title track, um, well, again, that's one of Greg's songs. Greg uh, is the songwriter in the group. Um, and uh, Greg has always found or had this, this deep love of music. Uh, he plays any instrument that you want to give him, uh, he, he mostly features the fiddle now, but he plays banjo, guitar, mandolin, the whole works. <clears throat> and um, 
we were looking for a title track for this um, for this uh, album. Of course, we had no idea what we were going to put on it. But uh, after we did the first album, well, then you have to do another one and another one and another one because apparently it's uh, contagious. You know. So he uh, he wrote this song uh, in which he, he says music has been called the universal language. Uh, while some of us may be performers and others only listeners, music is equally important to all of us as we are important to it. It is so. And, and music in our lives sounds like this. In this world we all share There's music everywhere In the songs and the tunes That are passed on through the years The notes are all around In big cities and small towns Reflecting people's sorrows and their cares Some of us play each and every day While others sit and tap their feet And listen to the sound Singing loosens up the tongue Dancing makes the heart feel young as the melody goes all around Music makes us smile Or cry for a while It comforts you when tears are in your eyes But for me my troubles end When I'm sitting with my friends Sharing the music in our lives When we play the jigs and reels And see our friends kick up their heels And dance in the kitchen Or in a crowded bar It's a scene I do adore And we'll always play one more On the fiddle, accordion or guitar Music makes us smile or cry for a while It comforts you when tears are in your eyes But for me my troubles end When I'm sitting with my friends Sharing the music in our As I live on day to day I hope I'll always play The music I love It's become a part of me And as this song comes to an end Sing the chorus with a friend And I'm sure that you will begin to see Music makes us smile or cry for a while It comforts you when tears are in your eyes But for me my troubles end When I'm sitting with my friends Sharing the music in our lives Music makes us smile or cry for a while Comfort you when tears are in your eyes But for me my troubles end When I'm sitting with my friends Sharing the music in our lives For me my troubles end When I'm sitting with my friends Sharing the music in our lives 
That's the music in our lives. It comes from the title track of uh, a CD that the Ray Walsh found <coughs> in 1997. You're listening to Sounds Atlantic with Ron Moores. I'm Matthew Byrne, a traditional singer and guitarist from St. John's, Newfoundland. I'm a solo performer, and I'm also lead singer and bazooki player with the Dardanelles. If you're a fan of great folk and traditional music, you'll find it here where Ron is dusting off old gems as well as showcasing what's new and exciting in East Coast folk. It's of the victory of the Nile Once more we'll make Britannia smile Well, that's the end of part one of this podcast, but don't go away. The second half is just a click away and we'll carry on with part two.